welcome to Brand Your Passion, the show that helps you turn the thing you love the most into something that people know and love you for. I'm your host, Holly Arnett, the brand coach for creatives, and I'm on a mission to make the world a more creative place, one brand at a time. If you're ready to get more eyes on your work, more dollars in your pocket, and more creativity in your life, you're in the right place. Welcome, let's brand your passion. and welcome back to this week's episode of Brand Your Passion. Today I am going to be talking to you about the brand identity design process. I'm going to talk through each stage of the process, what goes into it, what happens, um, so that you can either follow this yourself if you are DIYing your brand um, or if you are going to be hiring somebody to help you to design the identity for your brand you will know what's going to happen and what the process will look like when you are working with them so sound good let's dive right in so first and foremost um before you dive into any actual design processes (laughs) you are going to need to do some strategy work so I'm not going to go over this massively because I feel like I've talked this to death (laughs) and we've already got a bunch of episodes and articles all about the strategy process and so you can go and read those um, or listen to those but I just wanted to preface that before you do any design work you need to do some strategy work otherwise you are just kind of guessing and designing stuff for the sake of it or because it looks cool rather than intentionally choosing design elements or designing things that are going to align with who you are and attract your ideal audience and do all that magical work that brand identity design can do if it's done strategically right so before you do any design work you need to know like who you are and who you're trying to reach and what your brand voice is what your personality is like um what's your mission what are you trying to say with your brand so make sure that you do all of that first. Um, If you're working with a brand designer, they might have that as part of their process or you might need to bring that sort of information with you. Um, And if you're doing it yourself, then just make sure you go through that process before you start designing things. But once you are ready to do some design work, step number one is to do a mood board or some people might call them stylescapes or brand boards or whatever you might call them. I call them mood boards. Um, But basically, this is a really, really important part of the branding process because it's the step between the strategy and the design that helps you to sort of bridge that gap and start thinking about how you can turn the sort of intangible strategic direction of your brand into tangible design elements. And when you do a mood board or a brand board or whatever you're calling it, it helps to save a lot of time later on down the track because if you get your mood board right and you create it in a way that establishes the direction of your brand that aligns with your brand strategy, It'll make it so easy for you to choose colors and fonts and patterns and all of that stuff rather than if you just jump straight into like designing a logo, you will just be lost and kind of like, oh, I don't know, I'm guessing. I don't really know if this is all going to work together. But if you do the mood board, you will have an overall picture of what the brand should look and feel like so that when you're making all of these other elements, 
you know that it's all going to align to fit this overall vibe. So step number one is to do a mood board. So we have an article, an episode all about how to do that. So definitely go and check that out. It will guide you through exactly like what to include and what you should be looking for and thinking about. Um, So check that out and do your mood board first. Step number two, once you have your mood board and you're like happy with that and you're like, yep, this is the direction, it feels right, it communicates everything that we want it to communicate, then you are ready to design your logo. Now, this is something that I always recommend when you design your logo is to start in black and white and design it in black and white first for two reasons. (laughs) Number one, it makes sure that your logo is like practically useful because your logo needs to be able to like work in black and white. It needs to be able to scale small and big. It needs to be able to work on different backgrounds. So by doing it in black and white first, you make sure that that's gonna be doable. (laughs) Um, And number two, it can be really distracting if you start designing in color from the beginning because instead of focusing on the logo itself and whether it works and all of those things I just mentioned you'll focus on like oh do the colors work together does it look cool does it like feel right in the colors that I like and all of that stuff that's just distracting from the logo itself and making sure that it works and is practical and communicates what you need it to communicate in black and white so design it in black and white first again I have another article all about the logo design process that walks you through like each step of how to do that so we'll link to that so that you can follow that and go through that but step number two in the brand identity design process is the logo once you have done the logo and you you're happy with it in black and white you can work on your color palette now your color palette is super important because color communicates so much and it has so much meaning attached to it and so many like connotations that people associate with different colors. So color is really powerful and it also increases the recognition of your brand by like 80%. So if you have a really clear color palette, it's really powerful for people to be able to remember and recognize your brand. So Step number three in the process is to choose your colors and choose a color palette that is flexible enough that you have room to like change up your Instagram designs and use it on your website really effectively, but not too many colors that you don't really have like a clear brand. (laughs) So I usually recommend having like one or two core colors, a couple of secondary colors, and then two neutral colors. So like a black and a white, but not necessarily actually black and white. They could be like a really dark gray and a cream or that kind of thing. So again, I have another article all about color. We have one about how to choose your colors and then one about like platforms you can use to create your color palette. So Check those out and go through the process that's in those articles to help you actually put your color palette together. Then you can go back and apply that to your logo. Now that you've like sorted out the logo and the color palette, you can put those babies together and make sure that your logo looks good in your new color palette. Step number four is to choose your fonts and create a font suite for your brand. So again, you want like 
maybe two or three fonts um, so you have enough to create variation and hierarchy in your designs but not too many that your brand becomes diluted and confusing so stick to like two or three fonts that are contrasting with each other so you want them to highlight each other and to contrast with each other so that you can create hierarchy and fonts again have so much meaning so you can communicate a lot through the typefaces that you choose and you can refer to our articles about fonts to understand that and what each font means and communicates and feels so that you can choose the ones that are right for your brand. And remember you are like referring back to your mood board and your brand strategy all the way through this process so that as you're choosing your fonts, you're going back and going, okay, does it feel like it feels like the mood board does? Does it align with like what we're trying to communicate in our brand strategy? All of that stuff, you're going back and referring to those things to make sure you're making the right design decisions. (laughs) Um, Step number five, once you have your core like main trio which is like your logo colors and fonts you can also start thinking about other brand elements that you might include so that might be patterns icons illustrations imagery music even all of those things are other elements that come together to create like a complete brand identity design so those could be like yeah the patterns that you might use in the background of a section of your website or the icons that you use to communicate different points on your website or illustrations that you use on social media all of those things are part of your brand identity so you need to think about what are they going to be what style are they going to be that will fit with our brand direction fits with our mood board with our strategy So step number five is to choose and design those elements. And then the last step, step number six, once you have all of those things, is just to apply it to everything. So once you have all those brand elements, you can put them onto like social media profile graphics. You can put it on your email marketing, put it on your packaging for your products. You can put it on your website, on your social media graphics. Um, You can start taking like brand photos with your colors and um, visual direction in mind. All of these things you can apply your brand identity to. Um, So that is essentially the brand identity design process in a nutshell. So I'll recap. You do strategy first before any design work. Agreed? (laughs) Then you want to do your mood board and make sure that you have like the general direction of the brand all sorted before you start designing anything. Then you'll do your logo in black and white first, (laughs) then choose your color palette, then select your fonts, then do any other brand elements such as patterns, icons, illustrations, and then start applying it to everything. In between there, you can do sort of any testing or get any feedback um, from anyone that you might want to do that with. Um, If you want to like check how your brand feels with some other people before you apply it to everything, that can be a smart thing to do too. So that is the brand identity design process. I hope it is useful to just see it like step by step. What do I do in order? Um, What do I do first? How do I get started? And if you have any questions about any of the steps, A, refer to those other articles that we will make sure that we link for you, but also um, reach out to us on Instagram or via email and we will 
hopefully answer and help you as much as we can so that you can DIY your brand and make it freaking awesome. Or you can work with another designer like a boss and make it magical. Hope this has been super helpful as always and I will see you in the next episode. Bye! Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Brand Your Passion and choosing to spend time with me learning all about branding, business and all things creativity. You can find more episodes just like this one at makerandmoxie.com forward slash podcast. If you like this one, you can tap that subscribe or follow button so that you're notified about each and every new episode. And if you've got a spare second, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast because I would absolutely 100% love to hear from you. If there were some helpful goodies in this episode for you, it would mean the world to me as well if you could screenshot that podcast player right now, hop on over to Instagram or Twitter and tag us at Maker and Moxie. By subscribing, reviewing and sharing, you're helping reach more creators just like you so that together we can make the world a more creative place, one brand at a time. We can't achieve this mission without you, so your support means the absolute world. I will talk to you in the next episode, but until then, keep creating.